0: Hello, how are you guys? Welcome to Lunch Plus Wednesday's episode. We are super excited to have you. And a special hello to Mama Crabtree, who's watching live right now. Hello, Hi, Ms. Chris. Uh, we thank you so Hi. much for being on with us. Go ahead and share the broadcast. Take the time to do that if you haven't yet. And while you're doing it, let's talk about the awesomeness that we have in store for you today, because it's going to be a great broadcast.
1: Well, today, we are starting (laughs) off with food mash. I have zero idea or zero clue of what we're eating today. A little nervous. So that's going to be something. That's going to happen. After that, we have a truth talk video for you guys, followed by a time of confessions, then Barrett's top ten dogs, right? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. No, it's top ten dogs. Okay. (laughs) Barrett's top ten best dog breeds or best dogs i don't know something like that and that after that it's going to be what's the word it's going to be a good day today
0: <clears throat> i'm excited about my top 10 and we'll get to this when we get actually to my top 10 i love dogs so mm-hmm. it was such was there, like, an exciting time
2: I, I'm, I'm anxious to find out like did you top 10 as far as like wit or like looks or like the top 10 that size? i would like
0: to own uh, The top 10 that I would like to own. I don't need a puppy yet. I need to wait for Holy Spirit to say it's time. And it's not time yet. My husband and I do not both have peace on that. So we are, it's not time for You don't need a
2: puppy. You need a Scooby. No,
0: I don't. I do not need a Scooby. I will
2: happily give you Scooby.
0: I do not need a Scooby. Like I, Scooby (laughs) is Paul and Jade's dog.
2: No, no, no. Scooby is Jade's dog. dog.
0: (laughs) Jade's dog. Mm Mm-mm. But yes, Um, okay. So as you guys know, I just started rocking, like woo. Um, It reminded me back in the glory days when we had the the chair of doom Do you guys remember when it was me and Paul and Pastor and we had the chair, like, (laughs) and we did hashtag fall for the gospel and the chair was super wobbly. Like, I had a flashback right there. Okay, it is time for family chat where we get to hang out and chat with each other. So please go ahead and comment. Tell us who you are, where you're watching from. Also, because we like to see how fast we can hit a hundred comments. And so we need your help with that. Should be pretty easy because it's family chat and we want to hear from you your thoughts. We've been playing Never Have I Ever this week, and we're going to continue today. Have you ever? Question number one. Thrown up on a roller coaster. What? We were talking about roller coasters. No. (laughs) Paul just hammered down right there. No, I don't throw up. George! Hi, George! I love
2: you. No, I've been on some that's made me feel like I was going to, but I never did.
0: Even on the one where you screamed and your friends got a video.
2: That's not a roller coaster. That, well, that's like the screaming, like, swing thing. And no, I didn't throw up. I was just terrified. And that's, st- well, up heights. That was not a fun experience. Paul just
0: sputtered so that he didn't say a bad confession. He kept, he kept trying. I, mm, mm,
2: heights.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> never came out of my mouth. It, ew. Johnny says, nope. George says, haven't. Grayson says, I have never, the and roller coaster. Um, Priscilla, last year at the fair, Ooh, puked a ew. little. Ew. Oh, that, that, those are kind of the worst ones, or it's just a little bit. Ew. Somehow Isn't your it?
0: description of that made it worse. Like, we just a little bit. Like,
1: uh, those are the worst ones.
0: George says he almost has on the teacups, but he held it in. The Kevin teacups. says, never have I ever thrown up on a roller coaster. Yeah, the I've teacups. been on a roller
2: coaster where somebody has thrown up, and luckily... Ew. God's favor, I was in the front of the roller coaster Ew. and not the back that catch the splash.
0: So. I, I'm i not the person, I don't like doing things that make me feel like that. Like, I don't enjoy it. So, I, like if I, I really don't care for adrenaline um, okay. in that way. But if I like start to feel queasy or anything, like, I'm done, I'm out. So, mm. I typically stop before I ever get to that point.
2: So, you would not like like the teacups me, because my goal is to try to spin as fast as it can to get it like break loose from the bolts and like watch out.
0: I'm good. I'm super good.
2: (laughs) Nope. And then you hold your head back so it makes it feel like even faster.
0: It also depends on where we're doing this. Like again, it goes back to like is it a carnival or is this like a well-established place where like Mm -hmm. carnies are not bolting things in for like a couple days? Like Mm -hmm. what type of teacups are they?
1: (laughs) It, it reminds oh. me of one time at a fair um i went on one of those rides that just goes around and around and around real fast
0: well, the ones yeah. where it flips on its side no
1: heck no no, oh, no um, those it, ones it's, are it's just one of the ones where you're like in, in a car and it's just like it goes up and down but it's like spinning like real fast sure okay but um <laughs> i went on with one of my friends from band and he played the tuba so he was about paul's size in high school and I was like Hold half on. the can, size. Do you I am. have
0: to be Paul size to play yeah, the tuba? Yeah, well, this was me, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, t- tuba like, players in are all band, really tall. Can you picture me carrying a like a sousaphone <laughs> and marching? <laughs> yes, I, it won't even fit on my shoulders. It'll just slide over. <laughs> so I was the smallest now kid in I band. Make this he happen. was the biggest kid in band, and he went on the inside, and I was on the outside. Oh you yes, where where gravity <laughs> pulls you this direction, like. Tears were streaming out of my eyes and like like I was just being crushed the whole time but I didn't throw up.
0: I'm still not over the fact that apparently somehow it's common knowledge that tuba players are the biggest guy in band. I like I did not I would never have thought that tuba players are the bouncers of well, the band.
1: Like so, like with a sousaphone, marching band is what we're talking about. Sure. So a sousaphone's a big like marching tuba that like w- would be a hula hoop for me. You have to like be a pretty big guy to be able to march around and perform shows and march Things i never
2: thought to, about. You have to be able to take it off and then shove it on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would have done. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Mama Crabtree says that she agrees with me about not getting to the point where you throw up. Prilla says that she messed up and went back to back to back on roller coaster rides and that's what made her get sick. First time ever. Wow. George said Barrett and I rode on a rocket ship going back and forth and upside down on a carnival. I remember we both didn't like it. When when did we do this? I have zero memory of this. I believe you. <laughs> I. When have we gone to a carnival together? Oh. Like, like I'm trying to remember, I believe you, again, I believe Next. you. I'm just trying to think <laughs> if I blacked it out because it was a bad experience. Like,
1: probably of probably true.
0: I'm really curious. Where were we? <laughs> Tell me in the comments, please, George. <laughs> Question number two. Dun, da, dun. dun. Have you ever sung karaoke?
1: Like, now, yes. when you say have you ever sung karaoke, do you mean like live at yes. a show? Yes. Okay, yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> but I have a rule
1: <laughs>
2: I only do karaoke in large groups. And the only time I've ever sang what karaoke <laughs> is we've done the Righteous Brothers from Top Gun. Yeah. And then that because when you get up there with ten guys and you start yeah. singing that, the whole entire place starts singing it. Yeah, for sure. So then it's not just you. But yeah. I made Jade. I told, told Jade that I would do karaoke if she did it, and then she did it, and I didn't do it.
1: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> see, I
2: understand not, the rule. That's not a good foundation. But see, Jade can sing, I can't. So.
0: <laughs> Kevin says, unfortunately, yes. George says, karaoke is my jam. Uh, Priscilla says, nope, only at home. Johnny says, yes. Grayson says, yes, that she loves karaoke. Grayson, I just. I need to hang out with you more and more because the more I get to know you, the more I want to know you. Um, George says, Paul and I need to go karaokeing. 100% you do. <laughs> um, that's the next Stallings Now or Date Night is what I'm hearing. So, Jade, welcome no. to where, what we're going to where, where
1: do. Where do you go karaokeing? ing
0: um, I've never done it now that I super love There's Jesus, Loka's so I'm super does. curious.
2: <laughs> you have, usually you have to go to like the bars. There's a place in Locust, tailgaters, that, that restaurant, sports bar thing. They do it every once in a while.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I have done this once. No, I've done it twice. I've done it by myself, and I've done it with a group of people. And it was much more fun to do it with a group of people mm-hmm. than it was by myself, for sure. Um, Chris Crabtree says that she has done this in her living room with her daughter, and that they did it when, or that they do it when she comes home. Not in public, though um yes kevin says that pastor tony went karaoke mm-hmm. for soul winning i can do that mm-hmm. that can be what we do we can do it sure can we can do it sure can that sounds like a great idea okay next ah, have you ever cut your own hair yes thousand times no mm-hmm. yes thousand times no yes. yes absolutely not and i feel like this is like an immediate difference between dudes and girls i know girls do this i
2: don't see guys it's pretty simple you're just going to use like a guard and then you're going to fade it and then you
0: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. i johnny says no priscilla says yes and it was a good cut um i don't know if you can like say that though like if somebody else will have to analyze if it was a good cut (laughs) that's true. <laughs> I want pictures. <laughs> no, I believe in you, Prill. Uh, Grayson says, "Oh yes, I have. It was a crisis after having Cohen." I mm-hmm. see. That's what I feel like happens if girls cut their own hair, unless it's like bangs or like you're just trimming it. Like it really depends on. On the type of cut that we're talking about, I've still never done it. Julie says yes, just trimmed. <laughs> Grayson says Dylan basically double dog dared me. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It sounds like that sounds like something I would do.
0: And this is where the YouTube videos come from. Adalis <laughs> Shuttlesworth put up on her Instagram the other day this video of this girl cutting her own bangs, and the whole time I'm like my stomach is just in knots. I'm like, don't do this, don't do it. <laughs> and she like cuts it, and you hear this because they're not the right scissors, and it's that sound of. <clears throat> <clears throat> And she immediately looks and she goes, I made a horrible mistake. I'm like, yeah, you don't cut your own hair. You go to Amy Presley, and Amy Presley cuts your hair for you. Crossroads Salon and Spa here in Oakboro. Um, George says, I didn't cut my own hair, but when reporting back into Fort Bragg the night before, my buddy cut mine and I cut his. Aw, that's cute. (laughs) Kevin says, Amy Presley, plug for sure. She's the best. Okay, we can do one more super quick have you ever been trapped in an elevator no
2: no the lord loves
0: me that really
2: that would not be a good thing for paul
0: when were you trapped in an elevator
1: so this was at my old church i was transporting a tv on a stand kind of like that one and one of the bolts fell off into the track as a as and so as it closed half half, the inside half closed but the out there's like two parts of an Mm -hmm. elevator door like got jammed and I was stuck in there. the <sighs> elevator wouldn't move because the door wouldn't, wasn't shut all the way. So I was stuck there for 45 minutes.
0: At least it wasn't in between floors. I feel like yeah. in between floors would be the most interesting experience for my flesh to That's have true. to go
1: through. Yeah, but I was in there all by myself.
0: Wow. Grayson, you've been trapped <laughs> in an elevator. Let's go get coffee. Wait, I Mom, want to have... hang out with
1: you. Mom, I want to hear this story. Yes. I really
0: do. Grayson says that she was at a beach house in the heat with her four-year-old sister in the dark for four
1: hours. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh, yeah. man. Was this before or after smartphones?
0: Yeah, and that's how old were, were you?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful.
0: Like, can you imagine Oliver and Scarlett getting trapped in an elevator together for four hours?
1: I don't know.
2: I don't know what would be worse, Gilm <laughs> or me.
1: M- mom says at work multiple times. Multiple <laughs> times?
0: What did your mom do for work?
1: Uh, she's a nurse.
0: Oh, so. I can see that.
2: So, yeah, I've That's never been a fan of small, confined areas that I can't see out of. Mm. So that would not yeah. be a good thing for Paul to get stuck in the elevator and for whoever's in the elevator with Paul.
0: Grayson, I want to know how old you were. Like, I, I, please put this in the comments. I don't care if it's during a different segment. I want to know how old you are. Um, well, this concludes family chat, and this has been a fascinating one. Whoa! She, Grayson says, I was about to hop off, but she answered me. She says, before, no phones. We were literally just shouting for someone to help us, and they didn't get us out for four hours. That's awful. She was 12. A ah. 12-year-old and a 4-year-old. That's, that's intense.
1: Man. That sounds
0: good. Okay, here we go. We're about to hop in to our first segment. Thank you guys so much. This was a fun one. I like it, getting to know you guys better. But right now we're going to transition over into Food Mash. What weird things are we going to have to eat today? (laughs) Find out in 30 seconds. We're going to be back, and we'll see you on the other side. Share the broadcast. We'll see you super soon.
1: what's up guys welcome to lunch plus we have an awesome brought what was that Whatever. I I literally just (laughs) heard. We have an awesome broadcast for you. Let's show everyone what we have in store for today. Today we are starting off with food mash, and I just now saw the food coming out. And And it explains the. I can smell it, and I'm I'm not excited. After that, we have true talk video, followed by a time of confession, followed by Barrett's top ten. And after that, we have what's the word? It's going to be good. But we're starting off now with Food Mash. Food Mash.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next segment of Food Mash. Today we have a theme, and it is ice cream. Ice cream. So
1: I found. I don't think I'm going to scream for this ice cream. They're
3: thrilled. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) So I found four different ingredients that you wouldn't expect to be an ice cream, but supposedly they're really good. This, I want to give you a forewarning, this was not me just being mean. I really, I'm really hoping that these are good. So please come into this with an open heart. Um, Guess what you think Right now, what you think one of these ingredients are in the ice cream? And we will start out with our first one, which is ice cream and hot sauce. Hot 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 sauce. (laughs) I thought that was that was a picture of ketchup. (laughs) No
1: ketchup. Oh
3: no! This one (gasps) is a little potent. But a little? A little. I'm oh. sorry.
2: That don't look like hot sauce. Um, it is.
0: It's Tabasco sauce. It, uh, it looks like an eyeball that. that you scooped out of someone's head and just slapped it on the plate. That's kind of what it looks like.
1: The, the, it the, does. The <laughs> <it> smell
0: <laughs> is not so bad.
1: The way that the ice cream connects with the Tabasco. Did you just try it? Just go for it.
0: Abby, it's, so are you gonna tell us when to go? Well,
3: I will next time once Paul <laughs> decides to listen to. Look, the you can't hand me
2: something nasty and make me mm. think about it. I just got to go for <laughs> it. All
3: right, go in, chow down. I did uh, not. I don't give. want to.
2: I don't. Come on, it's just a
3: sampler. I just be gave like little pieces, just little like scoops of sauce. ice cream, like this big. I mean, eyeball size. Honestly, I'm sorry, nope. guys.
1: No. Nope. Does it taste like Tabasco? Nope. <laughs> I don't. It's not that bad. No, I don't want to ever be on on this segment again.
0: No, it's it's not good. So I'm hearing yes. No, I think. Wait, this is balsamic. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, that's not Tabasco. Are you sure? That's Um, not Tabasco. This is. I'm pretty sure this is balsamic. Tabasco
2: is red. That's balsamic, and that's brown. But it's not that bad.
0: This is balsamic vinaigrette, and it's disgusting with ice cream. So guys, that's
2: balsamic. You want to smell it?
0: And I mixed up the colors.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, my my color scheme today is a little (laughs) off.
0: Well, it explains why, like, I had so much confusion because I expected a Tabasco taste, and it was. Well,
2: that's why I said it out the gate. Like, that's not Tabasco sauce. As a as a hot sauce fan.
1: Wait, so am I saving this spoon for the whole time? For the yes. trash.
3: Yeah, y'all lick off your spoon. Ah, um. That's the worst
0: instruction. That.
1: Ah. That was if consonic, you to look guys, at this It doesn't even con- like. I don't see what you're talking Mixed yes. together. I ate mine. Okay, so this well. is a thumbs
0: down for me, buddy. <laughs> Big thumbs down, Paul.
2: What? It really wasn't that bad.
1: Um, Yes, it it was. was. I ate my whole scoop.
0: You ate the whole thing? Wow.
3: Oh, not good. So
1: that's 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 Tabasco.
3: All right, now this is Tabasco. That was just a teaser, guys. Okay, so this, I was testing them. This looks like a
0: poached egg, (laughs) basically is what it looks like with cayenne pepper.
2: Do I I? have permission to go?
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Okay, here I we go. I guess I need
1: to get the hot sauce in there. <laughs> I was yeah, just gonna go take a big old bite without yeah. it. Oh!
3: Um, so.
1: Ice cream is sacred.
3: Ah, sweet. And I'm <laughs> <And laughs> <we're>
1: destroying it.
3: <laughs> Mm-mm.
0: Big,
1: wow.
3: no! Paul, I'm hearing Mm-mm. nothing from you.
2: Why would you do this? It's not horrible.
3: I mean, this was supposed to be really good. People, no. many people said, absolutely
0: try this. I feel like really good is a really big lie. I would say
2: really good,
1: but it's not, it's not bad. That's, it's, edible. it's not
0: bad. That's a no.
1: Well, technically all this is edible.
0: You know what that is? That's, but it's, I feel like that's just milk that we're putting like hot sauce in. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel Maybe like that's I what now it is. know what I'm that used tastes in, like. I'm just
2: drinking like, eating like really, really hot wings and then having like milk.
0: That's mm-hmm. what it yeah. is. It's hot wings with sugar milk. Bleh,
2: it's Not bad, so bad. <laughs> Not bad. Man.
3: No. So no, overall, thumbs up or down? Derek says down. Buddy says down. Paul says, no, you got to pick one. Come mm-hmm. on. There's only two choices. Ugh, he I'll says It's yes. so bad. Yes, it. it works. Grace, Y'all it should try this. Again, as we're going, tell us if you think it will work. Mm-mm. Would you try this? Do you think it'll work? Let us know. Oh, okay. good. next we have, if you mix milk and vinegar... He causes it to curdle. That's
2: what was so happening. Good. It
1: didn't do that we, to my ice cream. So good. <laughs> the, the balsamic one. Yeah. Did we you, have... did you see like the weirdness of it? It like. I, I in took my super... scoop and like swirled it in
0: it. Yesterday we ate rubber muffins and now we're <laughs> eating this and I'm really unhappy.
3: I'm just praying so... that
1: my love for ice cream won't be tainted <laughs> by this.
3: Unfortunately, we have three vinegary things out of four today. Oh, good, that's um, great. So I'll just go good. ahead and get it over with. The next one is <laughs> ice cream and pickles. I did not think about the curdling effect, um, mm. but mm. yes, ice cream and pickles. Oh. And I was artistically creative when no some one of these. here
0: is pregnant, by the way. Like no mm. one's pregnant. This is just something that I feel I like pregnant people eat. I didn't know this was a thing.
1: That is very Good. fancy. I, I like your yeah, presentation. Yeah,
3: you like it. Presentation is key. And <laughs> oh, you, you're so look cute. At that. I know.
1: Um, Thanks. So okay. so far, I haven't had anything with pickles that I didn't like.
3: i Jesus in oh, this so. segment. Go ahead. You go right ahead, guys. Look, they're waiting for me. They're so nice.
0: All right, what are we experiencing? Flavors. It's the best of the three so far, but that's not saying much for me. Like, it's not good. (laughs) Did it curdle at all? It's like a milkshake with
1: witch doctor. Not this (gasps) one.
0: That sounds amazing. I'm a no. Like, I don't like the witch doctor soda things here. Like, I don't think... That pickles and sweet things are supposed to I be think- together. Like bread and butter pickles are super nasty. Yeah. So this is like a dill pickle that decided it was going to costume itself an ice cream and become a bread and butter pick and it's not good.
1: No. Out of all so- of those no. costume itself. so far this one's the only one that works. I don't think this works at all.
3: So we get a yes from the guys, a no from Barrett. Yeah. Our no. very, very last one is kind of away from those, and it is olive oil and ice cream.
1: What? Yeah.
0: Apparently, this is supposed
1: to be really good. I really like Kevin in the background. Huh? That's that Home Improvement sound.
0: <laughs> <to> I'm. <laughs> I'm so sad because I love ice cream. Are you gonna
1: see which
2: ones got more oil on it? They have <know> the same. <laughs> I made
1: sure they were all equal. Whoa! So. Look at that! Look at that! It's acting super weirdly.
2: So this is just gonna slide down really easy. It's, it's sure. almost like an Why? egg.
3: Exactly. Why Y'all does go it need right it? ahead? Dig in.
1: I don't even know what. I'm doing.
2: I don't really taste it.
0: I think it only works because you can't taste it.
3: Well, this is the one I had highest hopes for. One, because it's not very strong of a flavor, but two, I feel like olive oil can take on whatever flavor it's with, so it can be sweeter if it needs to be
0: savory if it needs to be. Yeah, like if you're on keto and you just need more fat in your diet, then this is fine because you yeah. can't taste it. So I'm giving it a thumbs up because it did nothing.
1: Yeah, it really didn't affect it. It, it, made, yeah. it, made, it makes it look super weird. Yeah, it like, does. Did it if change you were to look the, at this, it looks really weird.
3: Did it change the consistency or texture in your mouth at I all? Not that I could Not tell. Uh, well, I guess it greases. It's kind of like putting chapstick on my lips.
2: Really? Well, well that's great. Look.
0: Positive effects. I'm well, glad we down. ended on this one.
2: Yeah. yeah. We, like, I, I. We,
1: we ended on a good note.
3: I wanted to be merciful and help you all out soon. I appreciate it. Y'all still like me after this segment. Yeah. Well, that has been our ice cream segment. Come back next week as next Wednesday we will have another food mash. Yay. Completely different theme. No ice cream theme attached. We will see y'all next time on to our next segment. Hi guys. I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Barrett.
0: I'm Marky. Welcome to Truth Talk. (laughs) So (laughs) painful. (laughs) Guys, we are going to play a game today. Go ahead and put it in the comments right now. Who (laughs) do you think is going to be victorious in the lip reading challenge? (laughs) We're going to kick off. With Abby right, Marky and I have to put headphones in. Whichever one of us guesses first, what Abby is saying wins a point. (gasps) All right, start blaring your music. My phrase is,
3: you moved my cheese. Your munchie. Blue butt cheeks? (laughs) What? (laughs) You moved moved my cheese. Movie magic. You moved my (laughs) cheese. You moved my cheese. You moved my cheese. <laughs> what was it? What? what did you say? You moved my
0: cheese. You moved my cheese. I thought she said blue butt cheese. <laughs> I'm like, don't know what you're saying. Creep. beep, beep. Sheep look just like candy floss. Jimmy Neutron
3: likes candy floss. Nope. <laughs> Your grandmother <laughs> tastes like candy floss. The weird part is I don't know what she's guessing because I can't hear her either. What? 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 She look just like
0: candy floss.
3: Your chipmunk something. looks That's just wrong. like candy That's floss. Something
0: floss. <laughs>
3: Sheep. Chipmunk.
0: <Sheepa. laughs> Ship. Ship. Sheep. 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 Look. Deep look, look. Just. Just. just like, like, like. Candy. Candy floss.
3: floss. I get it. <laughs> Sheep look just like candy floss. Yeah. Pricy paper points to power. President Palmer killed Jack <laughs> Bauer. <laughs> Bryson Boys blue trousers. I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking. <laughs> there you go. Pricy paper points to power.
1: Price, Price and and baby and boy's power.
3: <laughs> Pricy paper points to power. Price <laughs> the blue power. Pricy paper points to power.
1: President the price paper, of baby. blue paper
3: a patch of pickle is Power. <laughs> you guys know it's a bunch of peas. Pricey paper. President, President, paper. Paper. <laughs> Pricey paper. President, President paper. paper. Pricey paper. President price Paper. Pricey paper. Price and paper. <laughs> Pricey paper points to power. President paper pushes power. I don't know what's
0: being said.
3: <laughs> what? What I win. in the world? All right, Marky gets a point. What in the world? Pricey paper points to power. You guys said oh. all of those words. Oh. Just not together. <laughs> I don't know why I don't play this game more. That was really fun. If you're reading this, it's if too you late. you really listen to ice. <laughs> if you're reading this, If you really, really, if you realize too late, (laughs) you sound like Britney Spears. What? You sound like Britney Spears. I sound like Britney Spears. What? You're talking British. If you're reading this, if you really, if you really really love me, tell me that you need me. (laughs) If you're reading this, it's too late. If, if you, you really listen, really
0: listen <laughs> you can't.
3: <laughs> if you're reading this,
0: if, if you're, you're reading, it's too late. It's too, too late. late. If you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, 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 What? <laughs> if you're reading this, it's too late.
1: Oh!
0: <laughs>
3: Didgeridoo. Situation. Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo? Situation, Shorn. Didgeridoo. Like the
0: Australian. Didgeridoo? <laughs>
3: Thing. I just saw a commercial for it yesterday.
0: <laughs> what for TV are you watching that you see commercials for didgeridoos? Geico.
3: <laughs> Hounds dig big holes to bury big bones.
0: How do you dig a big hole and bury House. a big bone?
3: House eating ferrets live in How's holes. Dig big holes to bury big bones. Something How about do you big, in a moles? big hole in a big boulder. <laughs> Hounds dig big holes to bury big bones. House eating parrots have big bones. <laughs> Hounds dig big holes to bury big bones. Hounds that live in big holes <laughs> have big bones. It's close. Hounds dig big holes to bury Houses
0: big bones. in America have big holes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hounds eating pickles Hounds. have big bones. Ours. Big.
0: And big holes. Mary. <laughs> Take big Smaller to marry bones. big bones.
3: <laughs> I don't
0: even know if you're saying words.
3: How do you keep winning? Hounds <laughs> dig big holes to bury big bones. I was wearing big bones. Okay. I think this man's Marky wins. I think it does. I think it does. Congratulations, Markie Marcus. you, Eleanor. Daddy Dempsey is our winner! Yeah.
1: Woo! <laughs> What is up everyone? It's time for our confessions and you've already had the confession of the day uh, that you just saw on the screen. Can we put our confession of the day on the screen? Today we are doing confession number four and confession number four says this. It says, every weapon formed against us is exposed. It will not prosper and is destroyed I want you to I want you to put that in the comments let's leave that up there for a couple more seconds put that in the comments today and declare this every weapon formed against me make it personal every weapon formed against me is exposed It will not prosper and is destroyed. Everything that the enemy has tried to form against you, every uh, against your mindset, against your body, against your finances, against your hope and your joy and your peace. Every weapon, it's exposed right now, it will not prosper and is destroyed today. In Jesus' name. That's our confession of the day. Make sure you take that confession and lay hold of it. Confess it throughout the day. Don't just say it now and then forget about it. Every weapon, not just some of them, not just most of them, every weapon is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed in Jesus' name. Now we're going to transition over into our next segment, the top ten with Barrett. This is going to be a very good episode because everyone loves puppies. That that everyone loves puppies. So this is gonna be good. So all right, we're transitioning over top ten best dogs with Barrett.
0: Guys, puppies are great.
2: Ooh, they let are. the dogs out. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh.
0: So I I asked our our staff what top 10 list we should do and Marky suggested my top 10 favorite dogs and it was the most exciting afternoon I've ever spent on the internet. Um, (laughs) So you are about to see what I consider to be the top 10 dogs that I would like to own. Um, I'm really not prejudiced against dogs but if I had to pick my top 10 this is it. So put in the comments right now what type of dog you would love to have like, if you could own any, what kind of dog would you own? And let's see if any of my favorites are also your favorites. Paul has some <clears throat> concerns going right in. Before we even hit the list, he told me that he had some concerns about this list because... Do you remember what what you got really concerned the, about last night?
2: I said there were little dogs, and she said that the smallest one was like that, and then the, the dog Beagle came out, and... I, <laughs> Beagles are annoying.
0: So um, we're we're gonna have to see. Is an Irish Wolfhound on there because that's my
2: favorite dog. Kind of Irish Wolfhound. <laughs> Speaking in the existence, I will have. One.
0: Whoa, we have a lot. We have a lot of responses uh, coming in right now. I can't see what Mama Chris's is, but I see Buddy says that his favorite is a Bichon Frise. Really? That's Miss Bichon, Frise. Yeah, Bichon Frise. Frise. Oh, okay. Is that mm-hmm. your favorite as well, Buddy? Mm -hmm. interesting Michaela says hers is a golden retriever and um, so I'm let's just go ahead and hop in before we do you said Irish wolfhound what's your favorite Uh, German Shepherd German Shepherd absolutely (sighs) well then we'll see how disappointed you guys are as the list (laughs) continues okay number 10 my number 10 dog is a Brittany it's so pretty it, it's just so pretty, and the coloring is beautiful, and they're supposed to be really good hunting dogs, because, you know, for all the hunting that I do in my life. It's um, so obviously you got Pointer in them. Oh, uh, it's so pretty. It's really pretty. I've never heard of
3: that in my life. Ah, uh, they're just so cute. But they're really I feel cute. feel
2: like somebody just made that, that name up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a Brittany.
3: I feel like Karen. Jade would
2: now want that dog because it's named Brittany. Kevin wants
0: to know what their temperament is, um, so I've got to be honest, I didn't, I didn't go that hard in my research, but I, I know some of them, that one I don't know, I just think it's a really, really pretty dog, and I would like to hang out with it. Buddy says he had a stuffed one as a kid. That's interesting. Um, okay, I see Debbie Meyer says her favorite is Shelty's. Johnny says his is a Great Dane. Um, <laughs> Buddy says it was a stuffed animal toy, not a taxidermy thing, so that's good. That's I, wanted get, I wanted
2: to get my old pit bull. If she passed away. I wanted to get her stuffed and sit her by my front door. But
3: that's <laughs> scary. Oh, she, was my, she was
2: a smart dog. She was my favorite dog. Uh,
0: okay, number nine, <laughs> 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 moving on from taxidermy. Number nine. Okay. No. Oh, but, no. what a cute it is. No. A men-
2: and you can ears? have Scooby, because no. that's what Scooby is. It's no. a mix.
0: It's a mix. He I has don't corgi want, in it. I don't want Dachshund. See
2: his ears? That's exactly no. Scooby's that's Scooby's face and no. ears.
0: Look at how, Oh, the uh, little tiny puppy no. face. And they no. don't I, oh, they're so cute. I had a friend who had one and they were just the best dogs to travel with. Oh, they did so well. Oh, they're so cute. I don't like small
3: dogs. Like uh, I yeah. had one as a kid and he... I loved him, but I will never have a small you can't dog and my dog. This dog could eat that dog, though. Honestly. Like, <laughs> her small he dog was, a t- was t- like... He a and he was, like, this big, but he had the worst breath in the world. It could, Truth. It could probably kill If I can't wrestle
2: army. the dog, it's too small.
0: Yeah.
2: Oliver gonna, could
0: wrestle the dog and feel like, like a champion. I'm the type...
2: <laughs> I have to be able to get in the floor with the dog, and, like, we've wrestled. Like, I'll get on Maggie's back and, like, wrestle around with her. That's a dog. I can't can't wrestle that dog. Yeah. The only thing you do that oh. dog is give it treats and-
0: Is me. love it and hold it and tell him how oh, sweet he is. Okay, number eight, or wherever we are. <laughs> uh, Miss Julie said a Prince Charles Cavalier. Those mm-hmm. are so pretty. Okay, no, I those was wrong. Are cool. I was wrong about this one. I forgot <laughs> that this one was on there and how tiny it is. A miniature But not miniature.
2: I'll take a regular.
0: Schnauzer. look at his he, it's a dog that has a beard and how do you not like a dog with a beard that's
2: the only reason I would take that dog as not the miniature version but the regular version is because it looks like an old Scottish guy
0: yeah it does it does oh, <laughs> I really like schnauzers I think they're so cute oh, and I would so name cute. him Wallace <laughs> sure why, why Wallace sure.
3: William Wallace
0: I'm not opposed
3: Bray sure oh sorry I'm nice.
1: Freedom! Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, so far, are you pleased with the dogs that I've chosen? Let's hop into our next one. Number seven. I'm so excited. We're going to get to some of my favorites. Number seven, a Siberian
3: Husky. Aww. Those are
2: cool dogs.
0: Look at how cute the little puppy is. A Husky is definitely
3: in my top three. I but it's just
2: too, it's too warm down here to have a Husky. That's
3: true.
2: They're, they're really built for cold weather. Their, their coats don't look as good down here as they do.
0: We just hit our 100th comment of the day. Kevin Nowicki, you're our 100th commenter, which means that you get a gift card. Da, 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 da. Um, Yeah, huskies. So if you want to be amused um, or terrified, either way, look up what a husky looks like when you have to shear it. it it's like the picture that Markey showed us yesterday of her sister's cat. Like, it's...
3: It's scary. And it's like a huge head and then like a little body. i got a big head.
0: It's, it's a beautiful dog.
3: And
2: they really have funny personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're really entertaining dogs.
0: Okay, number six. I think we're on number six. I'm pretty sure.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. An old English sheep dog. Doing this, I'm really sorry for the voices, guys. Like, this is what I sound like talking to babies, too. It's, I'm sorry, baby Ben, wherever you are. Um, Okay, I realized yesterday that my favorite dogs are largely inspired (laughs) by the dogs that appeared on 101 Dalmatians in the cartoon format. When the dog, like, barking signal started to go down and it went from the city into the field, the sheepdog was there. And I remember as a child thinking, that's cool.
2: There's some protective dogs. Don't let that, that, that coat fool you like that dog can get down.
0: I just feel bad.: Buddy, that's rude. Buddy's <laughs> being rude in the comments. I rebuke that. Whatever. <laughs> it's adorable. Aww,
3: I just feel bad because I feel like it can't see, and it's adorable,
0: but I feel like it's blind.
2: That's what I want you to feel like.:
0: And then it like eats you. It's like predators, oh, yeah. not you,
2: predators. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, I mean it's Gordon sheep. It's got to be able to see. It's
0: true. Okay, number five. Kevin says that they fight wolves. Yeah. That's awesome. Mama Chris Bunny says golden to be retriever. nice. Airbud. So, well,
2: boom. Every time I see a golden retriever, they get airbud.
0: Number five is a golden retriever. They're such beautiful dogs. And Marky and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago. It's just like the classic American dog. Collie. Like, Nope. I was thinking Lassie is, is
3: a classic American, yeah.
0: but then there's Golden Retreat. Traditional American head. family, like stereotypical family. This is family. generic it's, household dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so, they're so pretty, and they're sweet, Labs
2: good temperament. Labs and Golden Retreat are the generic household dog.
0: They're yeah. adorable. My friend has one, and he's
3: the sweetest dog in the world. He just like, he'll cuddle no, with I want, me, and I'll I want I'll a like collie.
2: A it's nice. I want a collie again.
0: <laughs> Michaela Hurlbert put heart emojis, heart eye emojis in the comments. Uh, Kevin says his only issue is the shedding. Uh, Johnny says they're very loyal. Uh, they're such pretty dogs. Okay, number four. Oh, we're getting I am so excited because number four is a Dalmatian. Look oh, at hey, how those sweet are, those, those are. Those are
2: not family are. dogs.
0: <gasps> what?
2: They do not get along with kids. Their temperament, <clears throat> but... I mean, if you're dying in a fire, they're gonna come get you. I'm
0: I old. feel like if I you're can a four-year-old,
2: he's gonna eat you.
0: I can train oh, them to love children. In 101 Dalmatians, <laughs> they loved their owners and they loved everybody that was around. They loved nanny. They loved everybody, and they were adorable. And I want one. It's in a cartoon, so it's true. It's true. Yeah, that's it must be the standard. It's a Disney movie. Obviously. <laughs> Buddy, stop it. <laughs> Get off this segment. I don't want your comments of negativity. Um,
2: yeah, what well, do you think they really have? A-
0: Kevin says that they're high-spirited and dumb. Well, so are some people, and we have to love them, too. So I'm okay with Dalmatians.
3: They're adorable. They I love them.
0: Dalmatians. I, I probably them. can't have one because they are really high-spirited. George, George and I have had this conversation. I had a friend who had a Dalmatian as a pet, and they were crazy hyper so I, I get that but they're so sweet so, uh,
2: Pitbull and irish Wolfhound, best dogs ever
0: number three we're getting into the type that i would for sure own <gasps> an australian i've Shepherd. actually
2: always wanted one of these dogs because they're so smart and it's not because of the size but their brains they're so like you could train these dogs to do almost anything. Like, get to go to the refrigerator, open it up, and bring you like a can of Coke. Like, that's how smart these dogs are. But they're they're really mean.
0: Do you know that Amy and Mark have one? <laughs> really? Yeah, they have one, and he's Stringy. he's beautiful and so smart. And Amy says that he's the best dog yeah. ever.
3: And they're he, he's very wonderful. very
2: protective dogs.
3: That is definitely my like in my list. It's he's number two.
0: Uh, they're so pretty. Yeah. Chris Crabtree says that they're pretty. Kevin said he had one at the farm and that they're brilliant dogs. Aww.
2: But it it really depends on the color. Like the the blue like Merles, those are the prettiest ones. Like the blue like the grayish black mm-hmm. spotted with the tan. Ah,
0: oh, they're yep. so pretty. That's the only
2: ones I would want. The other ones are ugly. I don't
0: I think they're so pretty. Okay, number two, we're getting into my that top two. And art. as Johnny Shaver said last evening, the Shavers know my heart well. Number two is a Beagle. Look at
1: the cute little puppy. Oh, my goodness. oh look at the cute little face.
2: Say that every time the wind blows. The,
0: the, the dog and I could talk to each other. We'd
2: No, no. So no. cute. Scooby. Barks at every little sound. Scooby's not a beagle. They don't bark though, they howl at everything.
0: Scooby's not a beagle. You cannot use the standard of Scooby to prejudice against a beagle. I'm
2: just telling you. And then when they drink, their ears fall down the water bowl, so then they slap water everywhere. He can't help that.
0: That's just how his ears are.
3: (laughs) So my my grandma and grandpa had a beagle as I was growing up. And I have pictures of me being, like, a toddler, and he was a little puppy. And, like, we grew up together, and he passed away, like, a couple years ago. And it makes me cry. I I love beagles.
2: And do you you know their ears are actually for their smell? I don't typically
3: about
0: you, but I literally started tearing up. I feel like Marky. he was so sweet.
3: His name was Bandit, and I have a little stuffed beagle, and his name is Bandit. It's really cute. We need to stop it. Like, <laughs> this is just an awe. This is more awe, and then Paul's like,
0: no. I feel like such a girl right now. I'm so sorry for the men that are watching their, this. Their like,
2: ears, I'm, like, I'm reining it in. Their ears don't, it's not really for hearing though. Their ears, they waft the smell off the ground. <laughs> for real, like they're almost deaf. Oh,
3: That's terrible.
0: <laughs> I like that you and I are still all in, like, oh, oh look how sweet. We I'm can sorry. love it, even though it's deaf. That's fine.
3: We can not judge them based off of their physical oh, appearance. so
0: cute. I, I'll call, I'll, I want like a farm of them, and I'd call them all of Snoopy's, like, brothers and sisters' names.
2: Dumbo.
0: No. That's
2: what you'd to call him.
0: You're being prejudiced. And His ears a, are
2: big like Dumbo's, and he would trip over them. He's
0: not gray, and he's not an elephant. Okay, number one <laughs> dog. This dog is the kind that I want. I want a Beagle, but this is like my dream dog. If George and I were living with lots of land and I could have any dog, here we go. My number one dog is a Bernice Mountain Dog. Look at how beautiful those dogs are. He has little
3: eyebrows.
0: He does have little <laughs> eyebrows and he's so pretty and happy and they're, they're supposed to be very kind dogs and oh, they're so pretty. I have never known anyone who's had them, but anytime I see a picture of a puppy, I'm like, face, and he grows up they to be a cute me one. They remind me of
2: a oh, Rottweiler because of the dots over the eyes mm-hmm. and the, the mask around his mouth. Uh,
0: a happy Rottweiler. A happy, pretty Rottweiler. Yeah, because Rottweiler's Family terrified. Rottweiler. me. <laughs> <laughs> A family version.
2: Rottweilers and Dobermans <laughs> and German Shepherds terrify me. Those are the only dogs that I'm scared of. And it's just their appearance. They, they intimidate me really, really badly.
3: And that's why you want one. Yeah.
2: Especially, no have you ever seen a Warlock crime Doberman?
0: Crime?
3: No. A
2: Warlock Doberman? a Warlock Doberman? They're back. They're like the size of a Great Danes. No. But they're Doberman. So, like, no. my that's cousin good. used to raise them. Uh huh. And literally, she would drive down the driveway, and they would run beside her car and have their head in her window and run with the car. That's and amazing. as fourteen, she adopted one that had been beaten, so he was kind of funky. <laughs> and I was sitting at a table, and he came up and just like set his head on my lap and just stared at me, and I was like, I don't know what to do. He's gonna <laughs> like, eat me. like, I immediately got quiet and just froze, like. If I don't move, he can't see me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's not how that works. And then I
2: stopped going to their house. I was scared. Really? They terrified me.
3: If you train them right, from when they're a puppy. I think it's because their nose, like their
2: face is so like pointy. And then they're muscular, like slim, like no fat on them. Just look like they'd eat you.
0: Well, guys, those are my top ten favorite dogs. This was a delightful segment to this do because, fun. as you can probably tell, I love dogs. Yep. So this was really fun. What would you like me to see? Then, or what would you like to see for the next top ten list that I make? Put that in the comments, and maybe your suggestion will be one that appears on the broadcast. But right now, we are going to hop into what's the word today with Paul, Buddy, and myself. Stick around if you haven't done it yet. Share the broadcast because it is gonna be a good one today and we'll be back in just a couple seconds, just long enough for you to share it. We'll see you over at What's the Word.
1: Bye.
2: (laughs) I'm
1: gonna go
0: to what's the word if you haven't done it yet go ahead and share the broadcast but today we are going to be diving into keys to victory that no one talks about no one really talks about it we talk about it here but you don't typically hear what we're about to speak on today shared many other places so if you haven't done it yet please go ahead and share the broadcast because these are going to be keys and tools that you can use to <clears throat> live in victory throughout all of your life and we're super excited about it and i'm excited to be on with you guys we haven't done one the three of us in a while and i i think these are fun it's
1: i don't been think a while yeah it's been like a week yeah
0: yeah at least for sure mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah just
2: let you know i tried really hard
0: to not make fun of my dogs
2: no to to bring as long as all this
1: oh my word <laughs> oh i already have one ready but we'll get to it
0: <laughs> we were talking about being on what's the word last night and they asked if they could speak on song of solomon and i said that if they did i would walk off so they turned it as a challenge of i have no desire to talk about song of solomon with my two brothers to my right so <laughs> this will be great <laughs> it's the food mash of the bible
1: <laughs> exactly
0: well, today we are going to be talking, as, as we said, we're going to be talking about keys to victory that nobody really talks about. And yesterday, you know, Buddy shared a really powerful word on how to, how to basically have vision to ensure that you're seeing your victory and that you're not looking at things that are negative. You're not looking at what others say is normal. You're looking at what God says. You're looking at God's word. And, Today, what we're going to be talking about is how you can stay in a place of victory forever. This morning, when I was driving to 6 a.m. prayer here at the church, the word that the Lord had stick out to me was consistency. Consistency. And I just I thought about it all morning, like all during (coughs) prayer as I'm getting ready to come into work. Consistency consistency and you know we've heard it said i'm sure a lot consistency is key and it's one of those things that people typically are just like yeah you know consistency is key mm-hmm. but it's it doesn't often sink in mm-hmm. but truly consistency to the word consistency is is a key that will help ensure that you never move out of a place of victory mm-hmm because we're called to abide in victory you know we're supposed to go from faith to faith from glory to glory glory to glory good glory to glory (laughs) not forward and then backwards and then take three steps and then move back to like that's not how god works we're supposed to be increasing but in order for us to keep increasing we've got to ensure that we're consistent in the things of god
1: Yeah. yeah yeah no it's uh like one of the things that that god's just been showing me is just the, like we're all s- searching and believing for something you know mm-hmm. there's where we every one of us deep down we want to increase we want to yeah. grow we want god to move in our lives and there's a lot of people today who are frustrated because they're they're like, why is nothing happening? Why is yeah. nothing changing? And the, and it really boils back down to, are you doing the basic things that we all know we should be doing consistently? Yeah. You know, are you consistently taking time to to study the word yeah. and find out what what God says about yeah. what you're believing for? Have you been taking time to to seek His face in, in prayer and yeah. and and you know, just seeking Him out and saying, God, what do you have for me? God, yeah. you know, what's your word for me? Like. Like God, is there something that I'm missing? you know, like just having that constant intimacy and constant fellowship with the Lord, yeah. you know are we doing the things we know we should already be doing consistently yeah and 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 that's the thing that. That, you know, we, we, we always have this idea that, oh, man, the thing that I need for a breakthrough, it, it just has to be this supernatural revelation. Yeah. We always think that there's just some big revelation that God's withholding from us when really all we need to be doing is just being faithful yeah. with the little things. You yeah. know, if we're faithful with the little things, God will give us much. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But But it's being faithful with, with the things that we know we already should be doing.
0: Well, I know pastor has said before, like when I first got here, something he said, he said it before and he said it consistently is that he, that he looks for people who are consistent, (coughs) that that's one of his top things that he looks for in a person is if they're consistent. Mm -hmm. And I didn't necessarily super understand that when I came here. Like I was I came here 7 years ago. I was I was in, you know, my early 20s when I got here. And I think the younger you are, not like I'm old, I'm talking like I'm Gandalf. But, you know, as I've grown, something that I've realized is I knew a lot less when I was younger than I knew now. So praise God, I'm going to know more as I age and, you know, anyway. I didn't understand it because to me, I could think of lots of traits that would be more important than being consistent. Like, I'd want to be strong. I'd want to be wise. I want to be all these things. But as I've grown in the things of God and as the Lord has developed me, I've seen... How consistency is the separator between people who will do great things of God and people who will just be quick flashes in the pan? Because anybody can start a race. Anybody can do something great once. Anybody can have a moment of greatness. But it's consistency that ensures that you move into the deeper things of God. If you're not consistent, God can't be, you're not proving to God that he can trust you. Like, Mm -hmm. you can have a moment where he gives you talents in your hand and you're wise with them, but what happens in the next moment? Mm -hmm. And that consistency will determine whether or not the Lord can keep trusting you with more and greater.
2: Well, consistency takes work. Yes, for sure. Like, And you can be consistently bad at things, you can be consistently good at things, Mm -hmm. but it takes work either way Mm -hmm. because... To stay bad at something, you have to purpose yourself to try to stay that way. Like, if I'm going and I've never played baseball before and I get up there and I swing and miss, but I stay at it and I purpose myself to try, Mm -hmm. eventually I'm not going to miss as much and I'm going to start hitting the ball and hitting the ball a lot more. But if I go up there and I don't purpose myself to give it my effort, then I'm going to consistently miss Mm -hmm. every time. So it takes work. You have to put work in. To be consistent in any way, but it's a choice you have to make. Are you going to be consistent and diligent and practicing and going forward, reading the word, understanding the word, studying the word to get more knowledgeable of the mm-hmm. word for God to use you in different capacities? Because you're showing, you're showing Him, hey, look, yeah. I'm, I'm being obedient. I'm, I'm disciplining my flesh. Yeah, putting things down. I'm trying to grow. I'm receiving discipline and responding to it. Yeah, positively. Like that's one thing that whenever I was praying this morning, I was bringing up was like discipline. Like you have to purpose yourself to be able to receive it and respond the way that you're called to respond, Mm -hmm. and that takes work. And but and at the beginning when you do it, it seems hard. But the more you do it. Mm-hmm. the easier it comes to start putting it down and recognizing when it comes up, oh, no, it's not saying that you're going to be perfect, you know, 10 years down the road or anything. You're still going to have a flesh that you're going to mess up, but it becomes easier to notice those things because you've purposed yourself to see, to understand the discipline that comes into play. Like Paul talks about it a lot of discipline, and flesh, putting yeah. the flesh down, you know, training in 1 Corinthians, uh, nine. When is it nine? I think it's nine. Yeah, nine twenty-four. Do you not know that in a race all the runners compete, yeah. but only one receives the prize? So yeah. run that you may hold, lay hold of the prize and make it yours. Now every athlete who goes into training conducts himself temperately and restricts himself in all things. There's there's things that you got to put yourself and realize that you can't do when you're trying to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. If if I'm trying to be a great athlete, I can't go out and play around all the time. I'm gonna have to be diligent on what I'm trying to achieve. So I'm gonna have to put my focus of where I'm trying to go, which is gonna have to, you're gonna have to discipline yourself. And that's why we notice, I notice a lot in like sports nowadays, you get young athletes, they get up there, they're not used to that kind of money. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have somebody that helps them teach, like, we've been given a pastor to show you these things. They fall into that, they don't know how to discipline their flesh. They fall into the, well, I've already made it, I've arrived mentality. And then it sends them down a a completely wrong path Mm -hmm. instead of listening to the people that they've been surrounded by. So spiritually, you've been given a pastor to show you things, and he's not showing you discipline because he doesn't like you showing you because he actually loves you and he wants you to grow because if you don't go through that discipline you can't grow
3: yeah
1: it's
2: like trimming a bush after so long you have to go out and you have to prune it so new growth can come into it yeah and that's what you have to do and that's that's one thing that was coming up to me when you were talking about consistency this morning i had gotten discipline and then when you said consistency i was like
1: yeah that's exactly
0: well and pastor oh snapdragon it like came in and then it flew it'll come back go buddy.
1: Um, <laughs> It'll come back. <laughs> so one, one of the things with, with consistency, I feel like one of the keys is to ensure that you're not being led by your flesh or how yeah. you feel mm-hmm. or what's, or your circumstances and what's going on around you. Cause it can be easy, you know, when things are going light or, or, I mean, everything, got Jesus says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, but it's easy when things uh, in the natural, are going well to 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 get up and you know have your have your devo time or or you know to to focus time on prayer. But then when things aren't going as well yeah. as you would hope them, you know that's when people oh well you know I've just been really busy lately. I haven't yeah. really been able to have time in the Word. I haven't been mm. able to to do that. And you know I've I've fallen under that. And I remember talking to my my old pastor once, and he said, "How's how's your uh, devotional time been?" Um, like, how's it been your time in the Word and prayer? And I was like, well, it has not been good. I mean, things have just been really crazy. He said, you think things are just getting crazy because you haven't been spending as much time in the Word? You know, like, uh, I allowed... And see, this is... My flesh naturally wants to do that, when things get busy or when things are getting getting crazy, or when I'm not feeling it, when the enemy tries to bring depression back on me, I don't feel like doing these things anymore. But mm-hmm. but if I'm willing to push through and be consistent with what I know yeah. I should be doing, that's the only way that I'm going to be able to have the strength to yeah. get out. Because that's what David did. He 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 strengthened himself in the Lord, especially in a moment when all of his people wanted to stone him. He lost yeah. his wife and kids, you know, and like like they were taken and, and like he had every right to just be like, well, I'm just going to take some time and just sulk and gripe and complain. But he, yeah. but no, he strengthened himself in the Lord. He was consistent with what he knew he was supposed to be doing. Yep. And like, like I could easily say, well, my personality, you know, I, like I, I, I've like in the past, I've, uh, you know, procrastinated with things or like I've started a lot of books that I never finished, you know, like. That well, th- that's actually not a godly attribute. The Bible, right? The Bible tells us that um, God, Paul says, "I'm confident that he who began a work in you will bring it to completion." What does yeah. that mean? He'll consistently be working it until it's finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we want to be like Christ, we're not just gonna, st- st- you know, well, I'm trying out this new diet, you know, or yeah. I'm tr- like, it, see, here's the danger behind that mentality, where oh, I'm, I started reading a new book. But, you know, this is the eighth new book that I started reading and never finished. The mm-hmm. dangerous thing about that mentality is it gives you your flesh a feeling of you're progressing, but really yeah. you're not going anywhere. Yeah. It, it gives you this feeling, oh, man, I'm doing something that's good for myself. You know, this is, this is beneficial to me. But if you never are consistent with it, you do it for maybe a week or yeah. two days, you're not actually progressing, but yeah. your flesh has that sense of euphoria, like, I'm going somewhere, when yeah. really you're not. Yeah. And that's, that's a deception that the enemy tries to bring in, especially in the church, where, yeah. where, where we get a new devotional and we get super excited about it, and we read it for two mornings, and then we put it aside. Right. You know? it, 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 and it's something that we need to be willing. I'm putting my flesh down. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I, I discipline my body, the, you know, the pastor you brought up, I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I preach to others, I myself can become disqualified. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Paul says I can become disqualified, <laughs> how much more, you know, do yeah. we need to be disciplining ourselves and saying, if I'm going to begin something, I'm going to bring it to, I'm going to be like God, I'm going to be like Christ, and I'm going to ensure that I complete yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm convicting the crap out of myself right now, you know, like, like, i I, th- this is stuff that, that I need to, to really di- be diligent in and yeah. determine. Like if I'm going to start something, I want to be consistent yeah. and I want to keep going. I don't want to fall into that. Well, you know, things have gotten a little crazy. So I had to put it aside, yeah. you know, like I want to be a man of my word, just yeah. like God is. And, and if I, if I set myself to do something, I, I want to do it. Yeah. That, that's integrity. That's, that's, yeah. that's, you know, the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. Yeah, is like one of the greatest things that we can have is persistence and Mm -hmm. perseverance.
0: Yeah. One thing that pastor, what I was going to say that pastor says is, and I'm paraphrasing, but basically once, when you have a win, that's the time where you need to make sure that you're on guard Mm -hmm. because when you have a win, like your flesh immediately wants to Oh, relax. You know, we persevered. We were in faith. We're believing, and God came through. And now it's vacation time. Like, I've earned it. I've earned this time Mm -hmm. to take a breather. I've earned this time to just sit back. And it's in that moment where we're poised for the enemy to plant a thought of, (laughs) I can stop this now. Like, I did, it's a rival mentality. It's, I hit this point, I'm good, and I don't need to press on anymore. You know, a time for me, I think I really started to understand the importance of consistency and discipline when we started doing 6 a.m. prayer last year at the church. You know, I've been consistent in different areas of my life, I've, I've disciplined myself in other ways, but when we started doing 6 a.m. prayer, The Lord told me personally that I needed to be there. And then the Lord told pastor and pastor told me I needed to be there. Okay, I'm there. So the first month, like getting up at six getting up at five (laughs) was a work. And first month was amazing. Like it was so awesome and just different revelations. And the Lord started unlocking things inside of me. I'm like, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. And the second month it required a little bit more discipline. (laughs) Then the third month, it was actually When the leadership team here at the church will go on um, a week where we're planning for the next year, we call it the advance. And so during that week, there is no 6 a.m. prayer here. And I chose during that week to rest. And instead of getting up at 6 a.m. to pray, I just slept. So I wasn't consistently praying that week. The Holy Spirit didn't tell me not to pray. I told me not to pray. Uh, And then when I had to come back after a week of being off, it was funky. Like it was funky. I was out. It's not like I didn't pray, but I didn't have that personal, intentional time like that. And it took me a while to get in the flow. And then I didn't really give myself to get in the flow. Then Christmas, uh, it happened. And then Christmas came and we were off for two weeks. Like pastor gave us two weeks off then and I chose to take them and not even personally press in. I was like, okay, well, it's, it's rest time. It's the holidays. It's easy. The next month I like I'm glass house, like outing myself right now. I came to prayer, maybe half of that next month. And George carried prayer because I wanted to be at home sleeping Mm -hmm. and George praise God is a wonderful husband and called me on it. And he's like, you haven't been going to prayer. Like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be leading prayer. Why aren't you there? Like, why are you? And he was right. He was right to confront me about it. And I realized, crud, all the momentum that I had at the beginning, the things that were going so well, I decided that I wasn't going to be consistent with it. And it got hard. And because it got hard, I didn't keep disciplining myself the way I did. And when I saw it, it's like something switched inside of me and it was like, I will never do that again. I will never put myself in that position where it gets hard to be like this with the Lord again. I'll never do it. And I realized if I've done this in this area of my life, how many other areas have I not been consistent with that? I've hit the arrival of <sighs> I can relax now, I can, I can take a break, I've earned this. You know, ladies, so many ladies will do diets like you were talking about and they'll lose 20 pounds and I'm good, I'll have the cheesecake and the pizza, and the chicken alfredo and then tomorrow we can also go and then instead of gaining back 20 they'll gain back 30 Mm -hmm. they'll gain back more than what they lost originally because they weren't really consistent they just did it for that flash instant gratification Mm -hmm. and instant gratification is a killer to actually achieving the things of god
1: yeah well but be followed those who through faith and patience yeah the patience attached to the faith is essentially consistent yeah they're they're being patient they're being consistent and as they continue to persevere and continue to push on that's when they they obtain the promise yeah that that that's where we the the actual retaining of the promises comes is through patience and consistency not giving up not growing weary and well-doing uh that's galatians 6 9. don't grow weary in well-doing for at the right moment you will reap a harvest if you don't give up yeah. that's consistency that's continuing to do it and, like, one of, the, one of the greatest things about consistency, though, is it develops your relationship with God. And mm-hmm. as your relationship with God develops, your own self-esteem develops, too. Your, the, your own mm-hmm. outlook and, and demeanor changes. Yeah. It reminds me of Song of Solomon. Get you know, out. And well, Get it, out. No, no. And, Get so, out. In Song of Solomon, Chapter 1. Get out. No, no, this is a good point. This is a good <laughs> Whatever. point. Whatever. In Song of Solomon, <laughs> Chapter 1, though, the, the, the Shunammite woman, is, is she i she, can't she's ashamed of herself <laughs> she she she's like don't look at me i'm dark-skinned my brothers sent this is a good point you, you know. memorized it just for this broadcast yeah <laughs> um she, she said she said don't look at me my skin's dark my brothers hated me they sent me out you know she was ashamed of herself but then in song of solomon chapter 2 verse 1 as she's been developing this consistent relationship <laughs> with this ever. man she, she says, I'm the Rose of Sharon. She has a whole different outlook Does on herself. She? Yeah. yeah. Because of the consistency yeah. in that relationship.
0: Whatever.
1: Amen. <laughs> Thanks. That, that spoke to Kevin. Song of Solomon one. Whatever. You dropped your bottle of water. Before. I didn't
0: drop it. I intentionally, consistently threw it your way.
1: Well, See, uh, Priscilla says that's good. That's
0: good. <clears throat> no. Another no. thing that
2: helps with that.
0: You are not going to bring up another one.
2: Actually, I wasn't. But. <laughs>
0: Your tone, like now, was, like, I feel right like there.
2: hold that thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like another thing with consistency is is having an accountability partner. One thing I noticed, like whenever
1: I'm done, <laughs> I'm done. <I> wasn't even <laughs> her going, cord but. just pull her back. Nope, that's always me. I'm back.
0: Like, like in Song of Solomon, were they accountability partners too? Well, that was yeah. a that
1: was a good point, and it was relevant to the discussion. <laughs>
2: Not where I was going, <laughs> but now that I'm sitting, you brought that. Up, I'm like, I could see that. I was actually going different rounds. But whenever I used to bounce and stuff, and I would go to the gym consistently. When you people go to the gym and they're working out, they're training. Yeah. You don't most most people do not go to the gym by themselves. They they need somebody there to help motivate them, because. When you're lifting weights, yeah. if you get off, if your form's off a little bit, you can, you can hurt yourself. So you have that person there to spot you, to help yeah. guide you and say, hey, you're doing this wrong, correct this. So it does not become a habit yeah. that eventually becomes hard to break. Yeah. So spiritually, our pastor is that person. Mm-hmm. So when you want to be consistent on something, there needs to be a constant contact With him to where he can have a pulse on the situation and can show you where there's areas that you might want to strict, you know, stiffen up your discipline on. Or, you know, hey, look, I've noticed you've kind of gotten slack in in prayer time here lately, or you've kind of gotten quiet when we're doing prayer and, you know, standing back and letting other people lead and you're called, or, you know, just different areas. I've seen that you were willing to not serve as much. Yeah. Kind of thing and then when you see that and you have that other person from the outside showing you things then it's like you could take it two ways you can be mature and say you know what you're right i need to fix this yeah and then you get back in that routine yeah to where you can keep going forward Mm -hmm. or you could be immature and go well you know he just don't understand what i've got going on right now you know i've been working the many hours this week, you know, I've got kids, we've got this and got that, and then what happens? Then now you're consistently making those bad choices, so now you're developing bad habits. Yeah, that's going to take you the opposite direction. So to be consistent in things, you need to be a, you need to surround yourself with people that have that same mentality, yeah. that same drive to go forward, the same. Maturity when it comes to being disciplined, yeah. and receiving the discipline. That way, then it becomes an easy step, and then it also you have that person that can show you, hey, you might want to watch this because, yeah. you know, you're 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 tiptoeing somewhere that could potentially cause an issue.
3: Yeah, well, and that's
2: what George was doing. Yeah, it was, hey, look, this yeah, could cause sure. an issue here, and like that's important to have mm-hmm. those people, mm-hmm. and it's important to be comfortable with people to where you can come up and say. Hey, you know, Paul, I noticed this about you, da da da. And have that that relationship there to where you can be you can feel comfortable to go to somebody and you can also feel comfortable to receive it as well.
0: Yeah. But not everybody.
2: I'll go ahead and tell you like six years ago you came to me and told me I was doing something wrong. <laughs> Who yeah. do you think you are? It says yeah. don't judge.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> but you know, Pastor pa- Pastor says often that the Lord told him once that the Lord's looking for people who will do the right thing for long periods of time Mm -hmm. because the Lord It's easy for somebody, I said this at the beginning, it's easy for somebody to say yes to the Lord once and to be a quick flash, but He's looking for somebody to be an enduring fire like He is. We're not called to just spark, we're called to burn. And so if we're going to burn, then that means that we need to have consistent fresh Mm -hmm. oil, which means that we've got to consistently be placing ourselves in the place where we can then receive fresh oil god's always pouring himself out but we've got to get to the place where we're in position to receive it and you know paul as paul keeps bringing up discipline you know discipline it's it's one of the verses that will always be in my brain hebrews 12 11 all discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful but sorrowful But when you give yourself to it, like it's not going to necessarily feel great to your flesh. But when you give yourself to it, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Your flesh will not enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. Period. Like the word tells us that it will feel sorrowful to your flesh. But you're not your flesh. We're not our flesh. We are our spirit. And our spirit is pumped about consistency. Our spirit is pumped about discipline. Bump the feelings of the flesh. That doesn't matter. Your spirit is what matters. Your spirit is the real man. And so when your flesh is screaming, do it again. You know, if if your flesh is pitching a temper tantrum, do it twice. You know, consistency separates it as you're talking which it's always so funny to me that the Lord brings me sports things because <laughs> I don't care about sports, but the Lord clearly does through me. So as you're talking, it makes me think about like when you're playing peewee, like you've coached peewee mm-hmm. softball. When you're even at that level, you can see which kid has raw talent mm-hmm. and which one doesn't. Like, You can tell. (laughs) I taught kindergarten for a while. You can tell which child is naturally athletic and which one's not however by the time middle school rolls around that can Mm flip if the child who was not athletic has disciplined themselves in the skills just like what you're talking about earlier if you discipline yourself that discipline will separate you from the pack so you get surrounded by people it's important to surround yourself by people (coughs) who are better than you buddy and serena say it all the time It's important to make yourself be in positions where you're the dumbest person in the room. Get in a place where you have to look up to others because when you get around those people, they've disciplined themselves in a way that you haven't yet. And they can teach you how to get there. They can teach you how to become who you want to be. When we put ourselves in a place where we are then the weakest of the pack, they can make us stronger. But when you're the top dog, And you're surrounded by people who can't necessarily help you. There's times for that too. But you're not supposed to glean from them. They're supposed to glean from you. You, in order to train better, you've got to train with people who are better than you. Like if if Paul worked out at the same time I worked out, Paul would gain nothing from me. (laughs) Nothing. Because I have nothing to add to him in this situation. I would learn from him. If I'm helping a five-year-old to work out, I might be able to help. But you've got to put yourself in a position where you can receive from others who do it better than you. Yeah. And that choice will naturally separate you from where you were. Like, think of it like a whole bunch of teenagers. A te- a bunch of teenage boys. They're going to be in the basement playing Fortnite, eating Cheetos, drinking Mountain Dew,
2: in a van down by the river.
0: In a van down by the river. But the moment that one of them decides to go after Jesus, they're, it's going to look different. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to do the same things they did before. They're not going to be able to live the same way they did before because their priorities change. Consistency and discipline will change your priorities. Mm-hmm. It'll change what's important to you, and that will naturally cause a sifting and who. Around you. That's not bad. Just like the shaking that's happening in the world. It's not bad. It's shaking the wheat from the chaff. Mm-hmm. It's separating the good from the bad. Don't be upset when there's a shaking happening. It means that God's separating you mm-hmm. from things that would tie you down to a worldly realm and he's separating you up into the pristine things of God that but that happens through consistency and diligence and discipline in order to get there you've got to give yourself to this stuff that's how you will become victorious is if you consistently allow the lord to mold you and shape you and mentor you and train you that's that's going to be the separator
1: the passage that came the passage that came to me is matthew twenty-two fourteen. For mm. many are called, but few are chosen. Yeah. So you're talking about, like, a peewee team. Like, I, like the, the illustration that comes to me is, like, if a coach is choosing who's going to be on the team and who's yeah. not, you know, he'll look at the talent first and foremost. But if he sees a kid that's, that's semi-talented yeah. but has no discipline and no drive, yeah. over, he'll pick a kid who has strong discipline strong drive yeah. because he knows that kid has a significant higher chance of becoming greater than yeah. the other mm-hmm. kid. Why? Because he, he will be consistent and driven to yeah. do what he needs to do. So like whenever he says many are called, but few are chosen, that doesn't mean that God's calling people and then and then rejecting them at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Uh, the whole per, the, the whole theme of that is he's talking about the parable about the, uh, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who arranges a marriage for his son. And he starts inviting people to this wedding marriage feast. But then the people you can see they weren't consistent or mm-hmm. diligent in the relationship. One yeah. says, "Well, I just bought a field, so I can't come." Yeah. You know. Yeah. So so th- what is that? That's literally <clears throat> the cares of this world choking up the word. Yeah. You know, where, "Oh, you know, I, I know I should be doing these things consistently, but I I just bought a field, you know, and I need to check it out. You know, yeah. I just had this big business tran I just theory. had a high. Yeah. I just won." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I had to do this and I, now I have to focus my energy on this. One of them said, I just got married. None of these things are sin yeah. or wicked or evil. Yeah. But they've put them in a place where, where it got in the way of their relationship, where they, where they saw their relationship with the king as common. Mm-hmm. Where, well, I, I'm too busy to, to devote my time to this. Mm-hmm. And, and see, and that's the enemy who comes immediately to steal the word yeah. and to ensure that nothing takes place. Yeah. You know? and, and so it's important for us. To 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 make sure we're not the one who is put is is saying, well, I'm too busy for church, you know, or I'll come to church for like a month and then I'll be on like on and off. That's uh, inconsistent. That's that's you know, I'm really just being led by my feelings or my circumstance, not being led by the spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I'll forsake the gathering of believers if if the gathering of believers, you know hinders you know the other things that yeah. I need to do or my son's baseball game you know yeah. like it's it's important for us to be consistent and to not put anything over the importance of I'm going to be working because many yeah. are called few are chosen yeah and God's calling so many people into this relationship with him into yeah. supernatural living supernatural blessing uh eternal life he's calling so many people but very few are actually being able to become yeah. part par- partakers of it because of a lack of consistency because they've let the cares of this world choke that word and it's not able to produce.
0: Yeah well I mean we're we have a time here and we we can just transition into it because I think it goes so wonderfully with what the Lord has shown me. We have a time where we give and you know consistency Mm. goes with seed, time, Mm -hmm. and harvest. You know if if pastor like pastor gave plants away last year it was last year right for like an so, illustration yeah. he did and he had planted a seed in the water okay so he planted that seed and then he gave it to me it's my responsibility to water it you know and if i'm not consistent about watering the plant it's gonna die like jades did um, i
2: lived for a little bit so did mine mine <laughs> but died took, too it's, because i took over for a while.
0: <laughs> if you stop watering the plant it's gonna die You know, if you stop tending to what you begin, it will have zero fruit, zero fruit. We're called to produce fruit. Mm -hmm. We're called to be consistent. And, you know, when it says in Malachi to put God to the test, that's not just a one off thing. It's not like test me once and then everything's blessed forever and you have a never-ending stream of finances because one time you gave five dollars it's we're supposed to consistently put god to the test consistently let him show us who he is in our life we're supposed to consistently grow in these things you know maybe the first time you gave for me the first time i gave it was small it was like quarters when i was in sunday school i think and That's a seed, but we're supposed to grow in those Mm -hmm. things consistently because God is always bringing us into an increase. So as we are increasing in finances, we're then supposed to be consistent about increasing our seed that we're sowing. Mm -hmm. I may start with one, but God's going to multiply that. Then he's going to give me four. And then I then sow. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're not consistent with it, there's going to be no fruit that comes from it.
1: Um, if I love, well, I'm just thinking about love. You know, all everything we're talking about is rooted in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's rooted in a love for God. I don't. I'm not consistently complimenting and and spending time with and giving to my wife because yeah. well she's my wife and I have to. I, I I don't just love her because the Bible tells me I need to love yeah. her. You know, like why do we tie? Well, the Bible tells me to. No, I, we tie because we want to be partners with the one yeah. who we yeah. love the most and love. Is a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of the Lord. Is that right? Yes. But it's a commitment. It's a choice and a commitment. I almost pulled up the commitment finger. Um, it's a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of the Lord. It's, but the commitment is the consistency. Yeah. That's the consistency. Yeah. And, and at the leading of the Lord. If I give all that I have to the poor, but I have not love, I gain nothing. nothing. Yeah. And so. I'm being con- committed and consistent with it, yeah. but I'm doing it because I love my God and because I know He loves me. Yeah. And because of that, I don't have to give with this mentality of, I don't know if I'm gonna gain anything. No, whatever a man sows, that he will reap. I know yeah. that because I'm doing this in love.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you try something once, like just thinking of, just thinking of exercise, just because I feel like it's the most tangible one to these, mm-hmm. You can go on the elliptical once and see no results. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish you did. Um, but you can go and lift weights once mm-hmm. and you'll never be like as, as strong as Paul. You can you can do anything once and you won't see the fruit of it yet. But as you're consistent with it, that's where you'll see the fruit. You know, maybe you sowed in an offering one time and you you haven't seen a harvest yet. Be consistent. Be consistent in what you're saying. Be consistent in standing in faith. Through faith and patience, you inherit the promises of God. It's a promise in Malachi that says, put me to the test. See if I won't open the windows of heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a promise. Be patient. Keep standing. With faith, be who you're called to be. Stand in who you're called to be. But allow the Lord time. Were you about to say something?
1: I just went, hmm, because something just came to me. Whenever you started bringing it up, you can do it once. Uh, I, I remember distinctly, like, in college, there was a class that I did where I had to go to the gym, like, once a week. That was, like, my class, and I just had to check in. There was one person that was a part of that, that they weren't the smallest person, you know. But what they did was they sat on one of those little rotator things, and they were on their phone, and they did this. Yeah. The entire 30 minutes that they had to be there, and they had a bottle of Mountain Dew. You know, and I can picture like at the end of the week, be, or at the end of the year, being like, I went to the gym every week, yeah, but I never saw anything. The Bible says, uh, if a man sows sparingly, he will reap sparingly. So like, you can you can even give consistently, but if you don't feel it when it comes out, you're not going to notice when it comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, like that's what
0: that's what Teddy's uncle says. That's what
1: he says. Yeah, I, I knew I heard it from somewhere. I yeah. Didn't know. I yeah, I think that's uh, Tim, okay. I think
0: that's Pastor Tim. I think.
1: So that that's why it's important for us Terry, to be Pastor Terry. It's important for us to be led. You know, when when we're being led by the Lord, he's going to ask you to lift a weight that you were like, I don't know how I can do this, but yeah. he'll give you the strength to do it, you know? Yeah. Like that that's where you start to develop and grow is when you feel it. Yeah. If you, if you if you leave it and you don't <clears throat> you don't feel anything, you know there's that's because nothing's breaking nothing's tearing and nothing nothing you mm-hmm. know is falling off to where you're going to be able to develop muscle now yeah. i'm not saying that every single time you give you have to like empty your bank account yeah but what i am saying is you got to be led by the lord and when you're led by the lord he's gonna he's gonna tell you all right this is where i want you to to lift yeah and it's and this is what i want you to do and when you do that that you'll know that you, that he provides seed to the sower, he'll see your yeah. heart, and then that's whenever the increase starts to happen. Yeah, I could give like a dollar unsacrificially. That that's why the woman that gave the mite was so she gave more than anyone. She 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 lifted those heavy heavier weights than anyone else. You know, I could be like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. You know, and and like what I'm lifting now. You know, is like what a I toothpick. can lift now, huh? <laughs> like a toothpick for Arnold. <laughs> yeah, but like if he went to the gym one like consistently and he started lifting what I lift now, he, he will start losing muscle because mm-hmm. he's not, because he's not developing himself at the level that he's at.
2: That's yeah. exactly what I was when you was talking about that was coming up. Like you can go to the gym, and <clears throat> if you're going to the gym for muscle gain, mm-hmm. you're going to do a heavier weight and not quite as many reps. Yeah. Because what you're doing is when you push that weight, you're tearing that muscle mm-hmm. for new growth to come in. So yeah. you're pruning that muscle back for new growth. If I go in there and I put on 140 pounds, 150 pounds on the barbell, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there and I'm doing it you know, 20 times per set, mm-hmm. all I'm doing is wearing myself out. Yeah. I'm building cardio, I'm pumping blood, but there's no tear happening, there's no growth happening you're burning calories that your body needs so you're gonna slim down. Mm -hmm. Where if I go in there and say I'm packing my body with protein, I'm going there and I purpose myself, I'm coming in for growth, well then I'm gonna slap extra 45 pound plates on the side. I'm gonna say, hey, I need somebody to spot me, which is your pastor, your spiritual leader standing there showing you and bringing you the word to you. And then you do something that like, whenever I would lift heavy weights and say, like, it was go- I was going in to see what my max was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a mentality that you have to get into. Okay, this is a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. This is, this might not be, this might not make sense, but I'm going to do it. Like, I haven't never pushed this much weight in my life, mm-hmm. but you got somebody there that's encouraging you. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to do it and you give it everything you have, you give it your whole heart, you achieve something,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And by achieving something now, that goal that was you had set here, you've seen that you've accomplished it, and now that goal gets bigger. Yeah. So when you come in with sewing and you say, you know what, you know I've I've been given just you know five bucks, but you know what, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna up I'm gonna up it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna up it. I'm gonna start giving twenty dollars. Yeah. Consistently. Well, if that mental if that that concept works in our physical bodies. Right. Do you not think it's gonna work in spiritual? So when you give okay, I'm purposing with all my heart that even when I don't think I've got the twenty dollars, I'm look, I'm purposing myself, I'm going to if I have to cut back, you know, a soda a day that I go Mm -hmm. and spend while I'm at work, for that two dollars you give me the extra ten dollars to put with the ten dollars that I have been given and do it. You're stretching yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you're tearing something because you know there's new growth that's going to come in, and God's going to bless it. Yeah. And but if we consistently we just stay happy with where we're at. Yeah. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're really you're you're wearing yourself out because you're not seeing anything. You're not yeah. feeling like you're not seeing that goal that you've set before you. Yeah. You've not no. you're not seeing the the harvest. Yeah. That is at out best, there. Maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. You you're you you've become. It you, you've hit that lukewarm. I'm happy, I'm comfortable here.
1: Yeah.
2: I can call I call myself forgiver and you are. I mean there's nothing wrong with that. If that's all you can do, then you do yeah. it. But don't get comfortable there. Yeah. Like it's easy to go into a gym and you you know, you're a big guy and you lift a lot of weight and get comfortable there and all of a sudden you just think you're still big. Well then there's somebody that's been putting what you had started yeah. out doing in the practice and he's still got bigger goals and is going to come by and surpass yeah. you. When you didn't, when you walked in the gym, yeah. that guy was the guy that was, say I walk in and that's the guy that's Buddy's size. I don't pay him no attention. I get happy where I'm at. Well, two years down the road, Buddy comes up and sits down on the bench beside me and he's pushing the same thing. What happens? What? Where have I missed it? What have I done? Yeah. What have I not been put in yeah. practice? And that's one of those things. We it's a one thing I notice I see a lot of times is people will go, they look at bigger ministers and bigger churches and stuff and they'll go, that just doesn't seem right. It seems, like, Well, no, maybe they've been doing something consistently mm-hmm. for a long period of time mm-hmm. and they've been doing it the right way and the harvest gets bigger and bigger and bigger with every growth yeah. that they're doing, every step they're doing. Every time they go to the gym to work out, they're not... Happy with where they've been, yeah. their purpose itself to go further than they've been, to 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 sow the field bigger, mm-hmm. to like a a farmer he can only get so much crop out of a field. Well, he wants growth in his farm. He's got to buy more land.
0: Yeah,
3: you
2: can't buy more land if you're constantly just seeing this right here. Yeah, he's got to open his eyes up to a bigger vision.
0: Yeah, well, as you're talking, you know, I think you brought up a great point because if As we wrap up this broadcast, whenever that happens, it could be now, but he could have something else. I don't know. Um, But as we're wrapping up, consistency doesn't mean that you're doing the same thing forever and staying at the same level. You know, consistency, it's important to be consistent in the things of God, which means that you're consistent in humility. You're consistent in hunger. You're consistent in your fruit. You're consistent in souls. You're consistent in the things that are important to God. You can't just say, I'm consistent. I came to church. You know, your consistent pattern right now, maybe you're coming to church twice a month. But God says, do not forsake the assembling of the brethren, even as the day draws near. You know, consistency should be, I'm going to be hungry for God. So I'm going every week. I'm going every time the doors are open. I'm going to be there as much as I can be there. You're growing in the things that please God. That's what we're called to be consistent with, not just maintaining behavior that we're at now. Yeah. If we're not advancing, then we're going backwards. If we're not growing, we're going back. So we've got to be consistent to growth. And here's the thing. In James 4, verse 10, you know, this whole thing, he's talking about grace and greater grace. What does he give grace to? Humility. We've got to increase in our humility. When are we going to be disciplined by God? When we humble ourselves to the discipline of God, to the discipline of our pastors, to the correction of those that he's surrounded us with, that we've given allowance to do that. Not everyone is called to come correct me. Not everyone's called to come correct Mm -hmm. Paul or buddy, but we have pastors that are, we have leaders that are, we have our fellow people around us that we allow in. However, we've got to place ourselves in humility where we can receive it. But here's the promise that God gives us if we're humble and through the grace that's on, that he makes available. Verse 10, humble yourself in the presence of the Lord and he will exalt you. Yeah. How do ministries go from being seemingly not even heard about to being massive mega churches and having a global impact? Because they were humble. Because they disciplined themselves. They were consistent in the things of God. They continued to grow as God told them to grow. They did the right things for long periods of time. And as they humbled themselves under the direction of the Lord, under the direction of their leaders, as they humbled themselves, then the Lord exalted them in their proper time. You can't stay consistent and disciplined in the things of God and stay small. You can't. God exalts his people. God exalts the humble. God exalts. And if God is exalting and if God honors those who honor him, how big is God's level of honor? How much does God want you to be honored? We talked about it yesterday during offering. The Queen of Sheba, she came in and she gave a massive offering because she was blown away at the glory of God. God wants you at the, like, this is just with me. God wants you at salt. Solomon's level of blessing. He wants you honored. He wants you exalted. God's plan for you is for you to be exalted. That's his plan because it brings him glory. Because when you're exalted, humble, it's going to point to God. But if you're pointing at yourself, God can't exalt you because you're not going to bring him glory. You're going to bring yourself glory, which is why consistency when you're in the small things. Do not despise the small beginnings. Don't despise where you're at right now. Everybody was in a Pee Wee league-, league sometime. Everybody has a beginning point. It doesn't matter where on the ladder you are. It matters what direction you're going. If you're facing up and you're climbing up, then in your due time, you're going to reach the point that God wants you to hit. You're always going to be climbing and he's always going to be elevating. That's how it works. But just because you may not like where on the ladder you are, don't give up. Keep going. Keep going higher. Keep sowing more. Keep trusting God. Keep on doing the things of God, and in due season you will reap. That's who He is. I preach myself happy. That was exciting. Not me. Like, God is so good. Like, I'm stoked right now because we've seen, we've seen here in the ministry, you know, the Lord has said for years, you know, years that boomerang we're not just boomerang church, we're boomerang church international incorporated because there's an international vision on this body. There's an international vision attached to what we're doing. And we've seen it in part. We've seen it somewhat. But there as who as we are humbling ourselves to the things of God and we're consistent and the leadership's okay, well, I'm sorry. I Mm, okay as we are in unity together i needed to tone myself down i was starting to get shouty but i had to tone myself down as we are in unity with one another the lord has structured how this will come it comes from the leadership being consistent let's say you're in a body and you don't think that the church is growing at the rate that it should be right now then we need to be submitted We need to be disciplined and we need to be consistent. Pastor Brian here in this ministry, Pastor Brian can't be the only one that has the vision. The vision has to be caught. It goes from the head down to the beard, down to the fringe of the garment. And if Pastor Brian, as the head of this ministry, and I feel like it's okay to say this because he's not here and he didn't ask us to say it. It's just flowing out by, by, I believe, the Holy Spirit. If he's the only one with the vision, then the body's not going to move forward. But when the beard gets the vision, when the leadership team gets the vision, when the body, when the shoulders get the vision, when the hands get the vision, when the feet get the vision, then all of a sudden it's intentionally striving toward what God has promised. God is in a place where your ministry, where your people, where your job, you're about to see a promotion come upon your body as you are humbled in the things of God. And here at Boomerang, we're about to see it happen because this body, This body is going to be submitted. This body will be consistent. If no other ministry in the world is consistent, boomerang will be consistent. Boomerang will have lasting fruit. What's right ministries will have lasting fruit because we've been trained in the things of God by our pastor that consistency and diligence is key. We've got to be diligent and we've got to be disciplined and we've got to be consistent. And as we are, we will see exaltation in the things of god but that's a choice yeah
1: it's a choice and a commitment
0: to unconditional giving
1: at the leading of the lord yes so as you show today make sure you're doing it at the leading of the lord because again yeah. i can give all i have to the board, <laughs> but if i have not love i gain nothing yep. and so like we're talking about so big be big consistent but make sure you're it's at the leading of the lord yes at the leading of the Lord, because that's what love is. I mean, Jesus is the one who said, this is how you love one another, by keeping my commandments, yeah. by doing what I'm leading you to do by, do, by doing what I tell you to do. That's how we love. That's how we best love people, yeah. is by doing what God tells us to do. Amen. So for those of you who have sowed, um, we just pray a blessing on yeah. that. We know that whatever a man sows, that he shall reap. And So, uh, so yeah. Go for it. What? Pray? All right. Well, let's pray. <laughs> Father God, right now I just pray a blessing on every single person that sowed today and everyone that sowed their time yeah. God, to listen to the word. God, and I thank you that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I thank you, Father, that the time that they've sown uh, to listen to this teaching and to hear your word, yeah. Father, I thank you that they will reap a harvest of consistency, yeah. a harvest of love, a harvest, God, of hunger and humility, God, for the things that, that come from you. God, i pray lord that those who sowed financially god i I thank you god that that whatever they sowed they shall reap god god that those who sow bountifully will reap bountifully god i even thank you that those who sow sparingly will reap sparingly there's still going to be a harvest for them father god i thank you that you show no favoritism so everyone who's listening in faith today and choosing to operate and walk in faith today Father, I thank you that they will see yeah. your word come to pass because you watch over your word to perform yeah. it. So, Father, we Amen. thank you. We bless you. And, God, we we just we are looking forward to the testimonies that will come out of this teaching. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. You're going to be exalted as you honor God and humble yourself to him. It's his word. He promises it. He's so good.
1: Amen. Hey, man. Amen.
0: Well, guys, we thank you so much for being on with us today. Tomorrow, make sure that you tune back in at 1145 because we have another great, great broadcast in store for you. Tomorrow is, oh, Snapdragon. It's Thursday. It is Thursday. It was on What's Unfortunate, but we swapped it. So is tomorrow win it or who would win in a fight? I think that's Thursday. Who would win in a fight? Who would win in a fight? Q&A. Q&A.
1: Confession. Ooh, Confession. Yeah, I don't know why
0: I'm repeating it. You're still unmuted. So I don't know why like I needed to like, <laughs> repeat that like it was a confession prayer that we were doing.
1: Like, <laughs> it's okay.
0: It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's tomorrow. Who would win in the fight? Confessions and Q&A. If you have any questions that you want us to answer, and by us, I mean... Buddy Crabtree, then go ahead and put them in the comments right now. Send them to the What's Right Facebook page, or you can go to What'sRight.org, and we will get those answered. They're going to be great. But we're super excited to be back with you tomorrow. Share the broadcast, and we will see you tomorrow, 11:45, same place, same time. We love you. Be blessed. Have a great rest of your Wednesday.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Adios.
1: See you later.